0: Hello and welcome to Scoppy Radio. My name is Dan Johansson.
1: And I'm Maureen Smith. And today we are joined by Joshua Lewis Smith, Barissa Abbas, and Sam Ataguile of Opera on Tap Chicago. How hey, hey, hey.
0: are you all doing today?
2: We are all tired.
1: Very. This is very true. Strangely <laughs> enough, me too. Yeah. Making oh it God. through, though. Yeah. We're here. We're all
3: just sleeping. Yeah, I sleepy deeply cats. appreciate
0: y'all. I mean, it's just like... I, I want to say that it's the weather's fault. Partially. We should do. Um, I would say
3: that's accurate.
0: I don't know if y'all um, have been here for this. I think the Daniel's weather corner from two days ago is like a recent addition. Mm-hmm. But Daniel's weather corner from two days ago. Well, Daniel's weather corner of we haven't updated the weather in two weeks, so it's it got cold. I don't think we've on the podcast mentioned mentioned mention the weather. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> the <laughs> weather
2: yeah, day, changed. welcome
4: to fall in Chicago.
2: Future archaeologists are going to use Scoppy to map uh, yeah. weather trends in Chicago after all the climate data. Is I erased. do
4: the, the new thing farmers' about. almanac. Hope. Hope. Yeah. <laughs> the thing
0: about the podcast is that it's going to be something weird like that. That um, that people are going to listen to back to like nothing. Like like it's going to be just like oh well. I wonder what it was. Like, what like they're going to be able to maybe like measure like geometric pressure in this area or something Ge- like something
1: geometric pressure? Yes. What like is- damn, that's a pressurized triangle. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> I just mean like something. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Anyway, do you feel like the you, you, the tiredness is from the Octo- the nature of October being the busiest time of year or that it's cold.
3: I think it certainly doesn't help. It doesn't help. Yeah, this
4: is the craziest October like on record. I feel like yeah, my life. No, wow. maybe Even
3: not. Versus the October you
4: got of me last early. year. Yeah, no, probably not. I take that back. <laughs> but it's pretty rough. It's pretty rough. <laughs> <laughs> like I just saw those wedding pictures.
2: That's right.
3: Yeah. Well congratulations love- on your one year. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um I love that pantsuit. Me too. I saw you last yeah, no,
1: Utoberfest did and didn't even say hi to you. I went up to you and was like, That pantsuit <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> that jumpsuit was amazing. Nah. Where did you get it? I love it. Did you get one? It's eloquy. No, I didn't get it. Well I've been broke since then.
3: You <laughs> look very sad when you said you didn't get it. I know you no. did. You know, I would bereft.
1: I want <laughs> here's the thing. I would love like a formal jumpsuit. I don't really have a place to wear a formal. jumpsuit I was gonna say
4: when you have the occasion, right? Treat yourself mm-hmm. and yeah. get one. Yeah, because like, what
1: am I gonna do? It's like, not wear, something you need to just wear like a wear no like reason. a caped like pantsuit just like to wear to, to like a cafe job. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would walk in and they'd be like, "Go home,
4: change." <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like like you're gonna sure. spill
1: something on yourself and you're gonna be in a shitty mood because of it. Get out. <laughs> like just leave.
4: <laughs> the time will come.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, so, it's a—it's always an interesting thing of, like, how much contextualizing should we do, because um, I th- i believe that there are a lot of people that know what Opera on Tap is that is listening, but I also believe at this point that there are probably a lot of people that don't know what Opera on well, Tap is.
2: we could easily give the the, the, the yeah. Our elevator speech. Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah is,
3: I'd be curious to see what your elevator pitches are. Well, mine
0: kind of yeah. is... Do you want to, so like, go through and each of you do?
2: Ooh. <laughs> sure, well, I'll start... Opera Tap is a now international organization. It's a mm-hmm. 501c3 nonprofit. And it, with chapters all across the States and all and through Germany yep. and probably a elsewhere. Couple, a few
3: dis- different places in a few, Germany. A few mm-hmm. different places yeah. in Germany.
2: And what Opera Tap does is performs opera in a variety of methods whether it be scenes arias etc in non-traditional places typically for us it's always bars and so we're the chicago chapter and we perform at a rotating number of bars in different neighborhoods throughout chicago as well as have outreach events and um we even help produce a full-length opera and you know various things like that so that that, that's kind of my my tiny pitch
3: (laughs) mine is tinier i go it's uh, basically like an opera cabaret in a bar, and That's we interact with you. not
4: wrong. We take opera out of the conventional spaces and bring it to the people. Opera on Tap is meant to make opera more accessible to people that have never seen opera or yes. are at all familiar with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To be fair, my
3: elevator pitch is usually to new friends I am strong-arming into going into. Our wait, wait, right. Yeah. So it depends on but who you're pitching yes. this to, I guess, context right? context is key. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Well, that I think is fascinating, because I think the first thing I'd love to touch on is um, the thing that I think is really interesting about um, Opera on Tap conceptually is that in the spectrum of, and I'll use this word, professional, like, classically trained singing, um, it is the other end of the spectrum from, like, the lyric, where, like, the expectation is very much traditional, very one-way, like, you have to do everything exactly how it's always been, and then... You
1: have to do it in the way that Mozart wanted you to do it, or you have to do it in the way that Strauss wanted you to do it. And the audience is like,
0: if you don't give us exactly what we want, like, we're not going to keep coming to your shows. Whereas, like, Opera on Tap, like, is just the complete... Like, the audience... If you you put up a traditional... Performance at opera on tap, like your audience is. You're not, not there doing it right if you put a, right. on a yeah. traditional performance at opera on tap. And
3: we've had some beautiful, we some beautiful just performances of songs, sure. But mm-hmm. that's I don't think necessarily what opera on tap is known no, for or does, or that's not what people keeps I, I, people coming back, I, I, mm-hmm. right? Necessarily.
0: Right. And I also the to kind of like well,
1: and it makes those performances the exception, yeah, exceptions, right.
0: which and, and is nice. Sometimes yeah. stick yeah. out we, to me as remarkable yeah, performances, and we still that obviously we still connected to, yeah.
3: Welcome, welcome that as well because they're beautiful, and sometimes just being able to like sit this far away like just feet away from somebody while they're that like kind wearing a cardigan yeah i mean like <laughs> wonderful yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah. we forget because we're just wrapped up in the singer world regular civilians everyday non-musical folks like some of them have never heard opera at all let alone live let alone like 10 mm-hmm. feet away from you by do we want classically trained voices
3: do you want to talk about our July and, show? And
4: and sometimes we do very yes. Oh God, our July angsty, show. Angsty,
3: angsty things. Yeah, but I mean, for example, our July show, it, and we ended up having two shows that were scheduled at the same time. You were time. double booked. You we were double booked, and so the audience for the show that was then going to happen after us was there for our show, and um, we Loved had to. It. We really had to. We struggled for a second to get they're attention. used to because
2: they were coming for a show where you can talk through because right. it's amplified yeah, and whatever yeah, so they yeah. were talking and they were doing their thing and it was really distracting and after we, we stopped that and we stopped that yes and then they super connected
3: yeah then they actually listened to what the music was and it was silent and they were connecting. People were, you know, taking video yeah. of performances and people were fucking in it.
2: They were into it. It was so yeah. exciting because yeah. it's, they came here to hear some kind of like folk country pop stuff. Which mm-hmm. is beautiful. Which so is which was great. After. We stayed yeah, after it her really for a little nice. bit and listened to her. She was a fantastic singer, but they, they came for something completely different. And here they were, mm-hmm. and they were just not knowing what they're in for and they liked it. And that, that, that tells me so much about accessibility. Mm-hmm. You that know?
4: happened last year at opera on tap too. Um, at Oktoberfest, I mean. Um, hey, yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll, be, we'll be in the same venue. We're at Empirical mm-hmm. again Sunday, October 28th. Um, Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it's a it's it's a regular, it's it's a restaurant, it's a bar, it's a brew pub place. Um, it's their tap room. And so they just had, you know, their regular folks that are just coming by for a beer. And uh, although maybe they weren't there to see Opera on Tap, they everyone was involved yeah. in, in that show. That was show. such a fun show. So, that was yeah. so fun, but yeah. they,
2: they stuck around, and they listened, yeah. and they were yeah. engaged. And it's and that's one of the things I love about art, isn't it? You can get, get so caught up in something you didn't anticipate at all.
0: Well, and I, the thing that I, so kind of where I'm going with this, too, is I know that if, for those listening, I do also recommend, I know that the, we've had uh, Opera on Tap Centered interviews on the on the podcast in the best, Do definitely go listen to them. They might not be like actually on the podcast app because they were in the earlier section, I think. But go find them because I know one thing that we've definitely talked about um, is uh, is what it means to go from intensive, like you know, bachelors to master's degree training, yeah. and then turn <laughs> it around and bring it to that space. Um, what I what I think is interesting about where Opera on finds itself now being Five years in Chicago? Four. That, I like, moved
3: here the fall you guys started this iteration, so four.
0: The thing that's fascinating to me about that is um in in especially within Opera on Tap and especially with the regular audience, like you have a, an there is a, a degree of expectation for that for that kind of like trained people letting their hair down or whatever cliche you want to use to describe <laughs> it. <laughs> but like the thing that I, I think is fascinating is now that that's, now that that's a a thing that people have an expectation of, that, that, that perspective on the conversation of what the art form can be doing is fascinating to me. And I think that's, when I'm thinking about that spectrum, like what I really mean is organizations that are established and have built an audience that expects something from them. And I think that, for opera on tap it it finds itself on as far as like what an audience expects from it like a completely different and like a maybe not but i don't want to say it's the, the extreme other end but it's a different experience and so i'm curious for y'all as administrators of this on, on this platform like what do you think that unique perspective provides you for when you think about you know because especially because y'all are also singers too so like what when you when you're thinking about kind of classical singing Either in Chicago specifically or or nationally, what do you think that perspective, that unique perspective of of having been producing, mm. you know, for y'all year, two years now, each probably something like that, like what what that experience provides to thinking about where opera is at?
4: I think. <laughs> um, I think storefront companies on the whole, because I really think we need to make that significant delineation. Like Lyric, The Met, Seattle, San Francisco, like these are, uh, that's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Thompson Streets and the Fringes and the Pocket Operas and the Opera Rocks and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like the the us as people producing, all of it seems to be going in this, Direction. A lot of newer music is being produced, and a lot of things are happening in very unconventional spaces. I mean, I mean, flash mobs are a thing of a few years ago, but that was
0: a huge. But it was a, a, huge, yeah.
4: it, was a th- it was a thing. And you it know? was out
0: of that space that flash mobs were right. the thing. Like in a lot of ways, that space that you're speaking to is like the one that predicts trends, right? Which I find fascinating.
4: I think so too, but at the same time I also think that the upper echelon of company is not getting the memo. And I think it's to their detriment because almost every big company like that does lose money on a show. Like the strike, I'm so glad that it's over. Stand with the orchestra, Absolutely. you know, of the lyric. Um and the fact but the fact of the matter is like they're putting on h- how many performances of West Side Story because they'll fill those seats. Um,
2: yeah. When I saw Jesus Christ Superstar, it was pack.
4: Well, mm-hmm. je- I'm going and to West Side amazing. Story, and I'm very excited, but Jesus Christ Superstar it was, was, awesome. was
2: awesome. We have tickets
3: to West Side Story in our silent auction. We, we do, do indeed.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm really excited about it. But I'm just saying, um, you're Sorry, only doing four to do performances that. of Siegfried. And... Right, when
2: they did Troy they did it like three times. Wait, how many performances? Four. Come the fuck Four. On.
4: So, I mean, it's a huge thing. It's a huge production. It's a lot of money. Um, the, the night that I tried to get tickets for, it seems to be sold out. So, what? good job. Um, and good they're very them. expensive. Yeah,
2: but, right. And Troy was the same way.
4: Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, that just is the way that it is for that level. However, you know, the subscribers are getting older and the whole the thing is it's up to companies like us like opera on tap specifically to cultivate those new audiences because a lot of times we're just pulling from the same barrel and it's very interesting because if you look at the audience that is at the lyric those are not the same people that are going to storefront things and so we need to find figure out how to get you know, how to pull those people in because the things that are going on in storefront are very interested and are paving mm-hmm. the way, kind of like you said, you know, setting the tone yeah. a little bit.
3: Heartbeat Opera also does really interesting stuff in New York, just to throw that name on there, too. You know,
2: and what I find so interesting about a lot of these companies, what they're focusing on, what we focus on too, is. Um, Emotional connection, mm-hmm. I think. And I think that's one of the things that sets opera and tap performances so far apart but in a way that you couldn't do in an opera house anyway because you're not playing a character typically or, or you might be playing a character that you made yourself but it's all stemming from you as a per- human and as a performer rather than you being on stage singing Violetta with an orchestra. It's just a different beast. But it's I, I think it can be very enticing for audience members. It's very enticing for me both as an audience member and a performer but you also get to see that take place Place more in these new, in these contemporary operas, and these operas, and in interesting, and new places that storefronts are putting on, and so it's going to bring this audience. Whereas, I feel like a lot of the big houses don't strive for that sense of emotional connection. Even, even you, can, it's not going to be the same, right? Because it's a different, but but they're still not pushing for it. So you're see, watching a museum piece instead of when you go to Broadway and you see Waitress and Jesse Mueller sings she used to be mine, and you're all sobbing. Mm-hmm.
4: I think the real thing is that the seasoned, quote unquote, opera goers are the ones that are going to the AB, you know, bigger houses. And the storefront companies are the ones that are, you know, I I haven't told so many people about Oktoberfest at my job. Like, expect Mm -hmm. a ton of people that, you know, don't. And that's the whole point. And I think we just need to keep doing that even more and not necessarily picking from the same singer basket or like, you're my friends, come to my show. Mm -hmm. like. We all need to get better about going yeah. out there. And so Finding it is in our benefit people. when we do have these day jobs that pay the bills to cultivate new audiences. If yes. they like, yeah. it's people, come see my thing that I'm yeah. doing, you know?
3: Yeah, I mean, and I... I find people to talk about opera on tap with in in various places in like my German class in my drag King stuff and all of these different communities in Chicago. And there has never been a time where I have convinced somebody to come out and check out one of our shows when they haven't come up to me afterwards and said, that was so cool. I've never met anyone that was like, God, I hated that. That Yeah. No. Yeah. (laughs) Or even the Midwestern polite, like, thanks. Right. Right. Um,
1: yeah, no. And I have to say like, as a performer in opera on tap, like, that is one of the most rewarding experience like rewarding performance experiences i've only sung in one opera on tap show and it was gender Sing b- for more <laughs> it was it was, was so your only yeah come on asami um, was your only it was
2: oh it was I, mean, it was. I remember it, was so it i know we all know exactly what you're talking yeah. about so. <laughs>
1: well and so it was gender bender 2 years ago and like i have never felt that same energy bounce back in
0: it, it's immediate in yeah. any other yeah. Well, menu.
1: yeah I
2: you go. Oh, sure. And I was just going to say, and I'm pretty sure I brought this up whenever the last time we were all on was. Uh, I'm part of a, a professional voice teachers' Facebook group. Not that I'm teaching voice these days, but you know. I think I'm on that too. Right. Yeah. So
0: I, I love joining Facebook groups that I shouldn't be. I in know, today. but,
2: but I'm I, I mostly in there for when people are like, I just don't know what they should sing. And I'm like, I'll tell you. right. You know, but, um, but someone said, I think it was either on that the new form. It was one of the, one of the singers' forms. And they, and they were like, you know, I can always tell when someone. Walks in to audition or sing for me or whatever. If they've been working with the opera on tap, because they oh. are.
4: It was in the new forum. I know exactly. Like, what you're and talking shoulders what? are a better performer. i like to see They're
2: loose. They're connected. Mm-hmm. They're not just oh, this is my recital and I'm going to sing and be polite. And like, what a valuable thing.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, a thousand percent agree. Like one of the reasons that I'm uh, obsessed with opera on tap and have been performing with this performing and admitting for this for four years. And I sang with opera on tap twin cities, which is how I was introduced to it when I lived there is because of that. I came to that after grad school and I came to that, like a bundle of nerves and ticks and trying to follow the standards of performance practice that I learned in undergrad and grad school. And like my teachers meant very well and they were wonderful teachers. But what I came out of that with was this sense of, don't move incorrectly don't do this wrong thing and if you forget
1: it, words you're you're exactly done. and you freeze up and you don't
3: <laughs> that's you don't become an artist that way and to have the freedom in the twin cities one was a great way to start that and then especially hitting the ground with up Round Tap chicago and blossoming mm-hmm. with that having the opportunity to sing a song and then go i don't know just do whatever the fuck you want with it mm-hmm. and i'm i'm sorry i forget if i can swear on can that. that's okay, so, okay great um And taking that and really letting your imagination run wild, and letting letting yourself flirt with an audience member, letting yourself go crazy with super titles and reimagine the piece in all these different (laughs) contexts, and to have fun and to enjoy the music. We'll always think
2: of. I mean, this isn't even opera. It's for one of our musical theater concerts, I think, or or something tangible, when our friend Sarah Thompson-Johansson sang Wishing You Were Somehow Here Again from Family of the Opera with just <laughs> oh, bunches yeah, of pictures popra. of the... It was the popper concert mm-hmm. oh of God. dead Game of Thrones characters. Yes!
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was so good.
2: I was losing it. Yeah.
4: Well, that's, a, that's yeah. uh, I think, singularly the thing that it, itself... I mean, even yeah. if we did just stand there, the supertitles make opera great. on tap just... Yeah. super no for
1: for my for my one shining moment with opera on tap it was so I, good. I literally just stood i didn't do fucking anything i just i just had funny super titles and you're super can we, we say what your super titles were yeah. Oh, yeah yeah i turned amezami into a nazi punching anthem it was amazing it was, it was great yeah yeah
3: but I I I, yeah but i mean the freedom that you give with that that sense of freedom for me personally i feel like it opened a dam of artistry and it made it brought a lot of the joy back into mm-hmm. performing that I think was lost a little bit when you when you're studying and when you're trying to get it right. Because I don't know about you guys, I'm assuming this is correct for you too, but I like to get things right. Yeah. And when you get so wrapped up in that, you forget why you're doing it. I think it. a lot of
2: classical singers suffer from yeah. that, especially in school. And I remember a yeah. teacher saying, Okay, we've like done all this work, but now y'all need to like go and like go past yeah. I'm like,
3: how? And now I be vulnerable. Now. Exactly. exactly. But seriously.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well so this is actually a great segue because I know one of the things that I always love ending up talking to y'all about whenever I have you in the room is like what it's like to be an admin for this kind of a thing. I'm not going to do this time. Exhausting. So I might touch it's on it. Lot. That's the yeah. answer. I might yeah. <laughs> touch on it. I, might, I, might, I have another kind of thought to that later, but the one that I have right now is I specifically want to ask um, what do you remember your opinion of Opera on Tap before you became an administrator specifically when you were just a singer and um, mm. maybe any thoughts related to that of like what kind of like led you to inquiring about administrative duties and opera on tap but like but more specifically like what what was that if you can put into words that kind of like you know je ne sais quoi of like why (laughs) why you submitted every month and you know does that make sense Hmm.
4: i came in during a transitional period because daniel was leaving (laughs) And I knew that they, you know, could use someone. And I'm a really good administrator. And um, I mean, yeah, I, I, I love opera on tap. It's just like, even if I'm not doing anything else, it's at least giving me like a musical project to work on. If I'm not in a yeah, show, yeah, we or always not have something, something to work else, on at all times. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And it, it for me as a singer, um, it it motivates me to learn new rep. Uh, and I'm like, oh, well, I just learned the aria For no reason, let me sing an opera on tap um, Yeah Yeah, I mean, that's it's a great place to, for, to Do for
3: that, that kind sort of, stuff. of stuff, Before yeah. you bring it to
2: an audition or anything You can perform it in front of people at a bar
3: Exactly So it's just right place, right time uh, hey. uh, For me, I came to it first uh, With the Twin Cities one I went to a coaching with a new pianist I knew nobody in the music scene there I coached with her. She said, oh, we re- I really like your voice. I work with this thing called Opera on Tap. I think you'd really like it. You should email blah, blah, blah. Um, and I emailed them and I got into it. And that's how I made my friends there. And that's how I, I fell in love with it there. So I moved to Chicago knowing basically no one except for my roommates. Um, I saw you guys were doing auditions and I was very excited. And I auditioned and... I remember just going to the performances and feeling a sense of community and, and meeting new people and feeling just excited to get to perform. And I do remember fairly early on in that walking up to one of, one of you three going, if you ever need any help with anything, you know, I did, I did the Twin Cities opera on and I would love to help. And so you guys pulled me in for random stuff a couple different times and then eventually on board. So then that happened.
2: Yeah. yeah. Now you know. Again, it's it's such a fantastic thing to do when you just moved here and don't yeah. know anyone. Yeah. yeah. And we've got a, a lot of times when we get new people applying for auditions that that's the case. Yeah. And yeah. I get so excited, like, yes, come! Yeah. You'll meet, meet so people. many people. And that was certainly the case for me. I mean, I'd been here for a few months and I knew mm-hmm. you know you guys, but I and met a bunch of people. But that really kind of yeah. helped me get to know people. Are always like, oh, Josh, you know everyone. I'm like, yeah, front tap man. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I think, the thing I think about a lot now is percentages of audiences. And what I mean by that is, like, Opera on Tap, Chicago's reach at the time, maybe, I think the biggest thing that we did that, like, introduced people to the fact that Opera on Tap Chicago was starting again, was posting in, like, what is that magazine? Classical Singer? Yeah. Um, or, uh, no, 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 it was not classical no, new singer. New City. It was Yap Tracker.
1: Oh, Yap Tracker. Oh. I remember yeah, that. You were on Yap Tracker. I oh, remember yeah. that Yap Tracker. I lived in oh. Milwaukee and saw that Yap Tracker
0: oh. thing. And, and, I, th- I think
3: I, like, liked you on Facebook or Twitter to stalk mm-hmm. you before I got here. Just the Opera on Tap. Not, not you specifically. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, but yeah, yeah.
0: but th- that speaks to what I what I'm what I'm getting at is, there is a very strong like, uh, people that know about with Opera On Tap specifically. There's a very high like call to action percentage. Does that make sense? Okay. People that learn about Opera On Tap, a lot of people apply to be in it, and there's it, it doesn't it makes no sense because it's not like it like pays well or anything. Like <laughs> yeah. like people that then sign up for it the people that drop from the roster or or need to be you know if there's anything that happens or someone needs to be taken off the roster that's very rare because like people people tend to you know be get involved um i i that i think that i think is as i've left opera on tap now and have met a lot of people that are like struggling to build audience and, and figuring out how to do it that is i didn't realize that that was so unique that 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 percentage was so high of people that once you kind of got in on the secret of it 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 was it very easy to kind of latch and i i wonder you know from a singer's perspective not necessarily from an administrative perspective like do you think there's something to like what do you think it is that singers find in that
4: people do opera on tap because it's fun yeah they do it for themselves they're not in it for a paycheck they sign up because they want to sign up they want to sing that piece or do that theme or oh my god i have a great idea for super titles yeah. like mm-hmm. anthony wanted to do a long time ago with the biden and obama yeah, photos yeah. and i'm like go for it go ahead hmm. you know it's it's totally it's kind of masturbatory honestly in a way i would disagree
0: i i, I, I do mean, think you're being a little hard on i, I get where no, you're coming from sometimes yeah, for yeah. me i
4: I'm, mean I'm, I'm just saying like sometimes you want to submit something because you're like like I said before, you want to try something out. I don't mean it in the Oh, yeah, a like that song I sang in way. September.
2: I've, I've wanted to sing it for like years exactly. and I finally got
4: <laughs> That's all I mean. And I'm not yeah, saying yeah, yeah. that it's not good or anything. It's just like you're ultimately doing it for yourself, other people enjoy it. Y'all, masturbating is good. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I I sometimes people I like, like to watch.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. Right.
0: Right.
2: right. Yeah. Sometimes people Absolutely. pay to watch. Sometimes people yeah. pay to watch. Yeah.
1: No, I get that because there's there's so much about this industry. In a bad way. No, no, there's so much about this industry that is so that you have to just like swallow who you are and just fit into a box. But Opera on Tap, I feel like, is your opportunity to be like, no, this is who I fucking am. You're letting your freak flag fly. Exactly. Like it's it's Lily. Guerrero's opportunity to mm. sing oh, to sing yes. Olympia Zaria as, so a, as a creepy much. sex doll it was she one
2: was amazing uh, one of the fun, the I've hardest ever I've ever laughed in my life I, 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 think my I remember being still so from upset at, at the time hard. we had not filmed that because yeah. it was I have I still uh, regret like, that I have like 45 seconds of it what somewhere. what
0: you have to send it to us. Please. It's somewhere. Well, please. We'll, we'll,
4: we'll put a pin in that. We'll yeah, follow okay. back. Well, yeah. it's on recording
0: now. And, the, and I, I want to I speak to this part, too, because I think the thing that I do agree with you, that it's very fun. And yeah. there's a lot of, like, when you have an idea, that's a very fun moment. But, like, there's a moment, though, that happens for a lot of opera and tap singers where you go from, because, you know, we all have fun ideas, but, like, there it's... There's a moment where it stops being a fun idea, and then you have to do work.
3: Yeah, then you actually have to memorize it. Right, like, right. And then it's like uh, weeks yeah.
0: of work. You know what I mean? Weeks, of, but, yeah. but oh, well, uh, like diva off. Of that which, was a huge commitment yeah. right.
4: right. yeah. for them. Yeah.
0: Right, and there's a percentage of which of people that are that are part of Opera on Tap that that then go and do that work. And that, the, what I'm saying is, it's high. And yeah. I, I don't know. I, oh I'm, my
3: god! I'm so excited to have this
0: but you know how did you find it I
1: have three minutes of it what that's
0: amazing You're, that's
1: oh my god. Okay,
3: okay. okay one we're sending it to Lily like, two favorite
2: we have it to release
0: we... on the Facebook page or something
2: yeah oh we god. will yes with we, her, we,
4: permission. I'd
3: favor her permission well,
2: yeah. can. but you know so okay I have a little bit of a theory as to why this is why it's because we're giving you an audience and a piano
4: Whoa. Ding ding yeah. ding! Yeah, you don't yeah.
2: have to like you, to try out something yeah, no that you want to try. There's no restrictions. Yeah. You're not other paying. than a,
1: other than a, a loose theme. Yeah, they're right. giving
2: you a theme, but but mostly like here, you know, there's gonna be a couple of people in the audience. You know, there's gonna be a pianist for you you can do this thing that you want to try and so because of that it's not like you're when you put on a cabaret for yourself you're paying usually
0: mm-hmm. you're paying a pianist and you're putting all this stuff and whatever and if you're not paying then your audience is yeah
2: and but the, there's there's you know it, it's a big to do and a big production you're we're giving you a lot of things you come with the song and if you want a costume or if you yeah, want we give titles. you the diy
3: kit and then yeah. you can like and because of that it's much
2: less prohibitive than saying going and doing a cabaret by yourself mm-hmm. so you have this idea that you oh what if Olympia was a sex doll you know yeah and well i can just go do it there and all i have to do is you know i have to bring my super tiles, bring my music and make sure i know what i'm doing and that's not putting on a whole cabaret by yourself at Davenport's. it's a different no. experience and it's and because of that people who always wanted to try something out can do it with no Repercussions, though, but you know. Like.
3: Well, and especially in an industry like ours, where so much of what we do is kind of stealing ourselves for rejection yep. and for not not getting to do things and having dream roles that you never get to do, and, mm-hmm. and having all these things that you aspire to and you hope you get to do someday, but you're constantly working for it. and You don't know if you ever will. Having a place where you can sing the aria you want to, where you can sing this ensemble you've been dreaming about doing for ages, is I think is a wonderful opportunity. I mean, I know I. Would love to sing Deros and Cavalier someday, but in the meantime, I'm gonna sing the Deros and Cavalier trio, and then I'm gonna make out with Sarah Thompson Johansen at the end of it, and it's gonna be great. Gonna be great. Yeah, so yeah. I have
4: to learn the marshaling part soon. Wait, what? I said you're gonna have to learn the marshaling part. Shut
3: up, Sam. Okay,
4: Opera on Tap is for people who are just passionate about making art and just want to do that, and yeah. they do it because they care about it yeah. and it means something to them, and they want to share that with. An audience,
3: yeah. And honestly, as an admin audience member and as a performer itself, it's one of the most fulfilling things to see, to see somebody who really especially goes above and beyond when they are putting something together to see somebody who has a fully realized vision and has costumes or has, you know, blocked out the piece and is just putting originality out there and putting their art out there and their spirit. And it, it just it feels. Fills my my heart with joy. Basically, um, I think I think it's really special. It's like her. Yeah. I mean,
4: we are we as administrators and singers are so invested in it. I mean, but yeah. Yeah. when yeah. It, we have like a killer show, it really is like oh, our baby just yeah. like won the blue ribbon <laughs> yeah. with the, like the state fair or yeah. something. Like, yeah. yeah, it's really it means a lot.
0: Well, I want to so so I want to also ask about kind of like just to kind of give people. A, a piece of context for for other pieces of this conversation like what at what these days does the production schedule look like like
4: huh. yeah. there's four of us so the video is not here today. than it used
0: to be it's yeah. yeah
4: I mean we all kind of like have our designated things and when somebody is in a show or out of town the rest of us can pick up the slack I mean we were two down, and it was only Marissa and I at <laughs> uh, the August show, August. I think. August. Um, yeah. And it was fine; it came together, and you know, it's just it's taught us a, to like work on the fly. You know,
0: like yeah. you can get a lot done. It's
4: enough, and especially in, we were at uh, Redline for that or Heartland, and so it was a space we were really familiar with. Like they had the things and we that we needed. We could walk into their backstage area and just kind of right. rifle around for things we <laughs> <Yeah>. needed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some other times it is uh, like with Oktoberfest, it's yeah. all hands on deck you yeah. know same uh-huh. thing with like diva off and gender men are like the big mm-hmm. events that's why you do need that many people but now that we have you know expanding the ranks um to four we have outreach like mm-hmm. specifically and you know social media and this and that, you know very specific jobs
3: yeah so yeah. i mean if you want to our if strengths. you want to break down like Utoberfest I mean, Sam does the social media for that. Josh does some of that as well. Josh does...
2: I programmed it this year. Yes,
3: Josh programmed a fantastic (laughs) show this year, which is going to be really exciting. Um, I've done a lot of the um, silent auction stuff because we have people that we've reached out to in the past. Avita also helps with that. Sam and Josh also help. We all we all do part of that. The silent auction is also is kind of my baby, so I usually
4: am the one who, like, in <laughs> August, is like, "Have you talked to well, anyone for you're the silent really auction?" good at it, you're so I'm just it. like, I'm gonna let her do it because she excels on this, and I'm not as good at it, and she's very comfortable. And it's a lot of me smiling ahead.
3: at people and being like, "We would really appreciate a donation." I saw that y'all
1: got a. Um, Oh, what did you get you got something that i was like damn really i don't remember what it was here i am
0: the silent for the silent auction. yeah
4: photo shoot recording session um lyric ticket lyric uh, fringe It was something like a hundred dollars uh, or something alex's music
1: studio oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. where Avita works. Yeah. That's where I also work. Oh, hey. there you go. I'm a I'm a,
4: yeah. a part time friend. We still have
3: there. some like really impressive stuff coming up. Right? Uh, I scheduled oh, several posts today. Yeah, be very
4: excited. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, check out tomorrow. Tomorrow is a good yeah, one. Yeah, That's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's just a really general rundown
3: on on that. And I know Avita is going out this weekend to to like walk around blocks and and get more stuff for us. <laughs> we
2: did it last year. It was super fun. Oh
3: God. Yeah. And but it I mean, works. Yeah, 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 it's really, you know, all hands on deck. Everybody divvies up what they can. Each each month somebody different programs the show and so they take on those responsibilities and the Diva off though we um it's our second time doing it this year and so um we've decided this year since we all are invested in it, we um we're each gonna help program <laughs> that show. Yeah so we each get our, get our finger in the pie. But
0: Well and I the thing that um who did i first talk to about this i think the thing that's interesting about being in a space like opera on tap where you're really quantity producing is that it's it's um it's fascinating because you know you it again it provides you a very unique perspective because it start you know the first couple times like it's like any other performing thing you get very nervous for it you know it's like it's anxiety inducing and you know i don't think that ever goes away probably Speak to this at any point, um but the, maybe I don't. I don't, I don't to, like, know.
4: Honestly, I, I, knock on wood, we're kind of a well-oiled machine at this point. Right. I feel yeah. like truly, like yeah. we've all been working together for like what a full year, yeah. over a year.
3: With any any time a new admin is added, it's always just like a like they know. And we talked about this. I think the other day is you know it's going to be a lot of things to do. Oh my god! But you don't realize how
4: many things you have to do. Right. My first show, I was like, what did I get myself into? Oh my <laughs> Even before my first official show, actually, I was like, oh, my God, maybe I don't want to do this. Um, but I talked myself off the ledge. We're here. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, a, it's a lot. And we, I mean, yes, it's one thing to be a volunteer when you're just singing, but <laughs> we volunteer oh a lot of our time to do this, and it's because we care about Opera on Tap, but more so, I feel like, we just care about opera. And I just yeah. want mm-hmm. as many people to be exposed to opera as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, in a way, it in itself, is outreach. Like, we're going into the community, into these different spaces, right. and bringing opera to the masses. So,
0: But I also, the thing that I, I think I'm, I'm getting at, too, is once you get on that horse, mm. it makes production generally easier like this oh, yeah. each steps become easier and easier as it becomes more and more part of this kind of just like okay like I am just producing as much as possible like quantity like so I think that's and I, I you know I um I find that uh so the as far as like what the audience is for this question I'm asking it's the thing I've been trying to think about more so is that there are a lot of people in other genres that really c- can relate to that. There are a lot of people that do producing, you know, like a comedy show we've been really enjoying lately, the last couple of months is Camp Comedy Show, mm-hmm. where they're every Monday at okay. a bar. They're in, actually, y'all would love it. You should check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's this same kind of thing where it's like, you know, once you kind of enter a production schedule like that.
1: Same with A Pile of Teeth.
0: Right. Yes. And so it's um I I just find it fascinating cuz like then all of a sudden you're like 3 4 months you look at the last 3 4 months and you go like wow, you know, a year ago I never thought that I would have done all of this. Or like if you take it day by day, I mean being in it is this something that you do you think about this? Like No.
4: I don't. Yeah. I don't. Listen, well I, it's just like Accomplish the goal. I mean, it's all... all, Every show is a goal and we just need to do all the ticks to get to the goal. Um, And, yeah, I mean, when you're... Obviously, when you're first starting anything and you're new at it, you're out of your depth. You're like, oh, I got to get your sea legs, you know? But at this point, a second Oktoberfest, same venue, like, we're just kind of on a roll. Not in a rut, but on a roll because shows, I feel like, are getting more successful. And, I mean, obviously it's hit or miss sometimes. Like, we perform the third Tuesday of every month. Mm-hmm. So, when the weather's nice, yeah, some right. people are mm-hmm. like, great, let's go. If it rains, we might not have a great audience. It really, like, but that's just yeah, art in general. I mean, I was going to tear life. my
3: hair out when it rained at Oktoberfest last year, but we did get a good audience for that, thank God. Right. Oh, right, it did. Yeah. That's right. And, we and I wrong. think yeah. it's,
4: oh, I should have brought the postcards. Oh. Oh, I can ask Anthony to bring them when he picks me oh, up. Oh, perfect. Um... <laughs> sorry we got postcards this year i want to use I them know. i want to hand them out uh yeah i don't know i mean i do think that there is something
3: to be said about since we are used to doing a monthly show now and we have that as as a as a standard process we have been able to start ex- start expanding or start level- leveling up to more ambitious things right with with other things that we produce or with our outreach events or with you know, we started doing the diva off last year, and I don't think that we could have necessarily done the diva off, you know, when we had first started as admins together or or like a couple of years ago, because it just we, we built up to to doing that. Well,
4: yeah, and I mean, like compared to when Opera on Tap first came or came back, you know, in twenty fourteen, like you had to rebuild that audience. Like right. you were There's starting kind of from scratch. Like I had not been in a city with a very I mean, when I was in Boston, I just, I guess, wasn't very aware.
2: Yeah, it was there, but that. I never went to a single show or anything. I know it operates very differently. So right. I mean, yeah, yeah, very yeah, differently.
4: Yeah.
3: So... Like, all Operant Taps are very, very different. They're okay. all very different.
4: Yeah. And I feel like Chicago has yes, really... They're all very different. Yes, they <laughs> <laughs> We've really upped our, upped our game, I think. Like, we're getting new likes on our Facebook page, and we're, we're getting a lot of interaction and stuff, so... People who know us seem to like us.
1: I would I, so we've talked kind of abstractly about Opera on Tap. I would love to talk specifically about the yes. two mm-hmm. upcoming events Great. that we have. So first up is Octoberfest. What is what it for for the audience unaware? what is Utoberfest?
2: Oh, uh, okay um, we pointed out so, Utoberf- so <laughs> october so october for opera on tap national or i guess international it is the big fundraising month and the big push and so each chapter does their best to fundraise but so so Facing off of that, what we do, our Utoberfest, this will be our second year at Empirical Brewery, and we do a silent auction, like we were talking about, we've solicited donations for a silent auction, so we begin with that, and then we'll have performances, and, you know, and kind of do our show, but there, on a Sunday afternoon in a special space, with food catered by J.B. Albertos
4: yeah make I sure you get that. there early mm-hmm. the yeah. silent auction starts at 5 30 yeah um and that's when doors open
2: so and so. yeah and so we you know and for for this because you know we so for those of you that don't know we do different themes monthly on our shows but for for october it's kind of like it was like give us what you got give us some of the best of the best and see what do and we were able to put together a program of mostly ensembles which i am thrilled it's about very
3: ambitious, yeah. very
2: ambitious which Uh, But, you know, people were all gung-ho about performing these ensembles, so that's what we got. We got all these great, you know, like the Rigoletto Quartet, the Rosencalf Trio, Mm -hmm. things like that, things that you might recognize, things that some people might not, but are going to be a really good time. And we also have, can I talk about our special guests? Yes. Um Lexi Lobianco, uh soprano oh,
3: who really? sings with yeah.
2: the lyric and who sings around the country and is also the just world. in the world.
1: She's one of my best friend's voice teachers. Yeah. She's my voice teacher now too. Oh really? Yeah.
2: yeah. So so she's an acclaimed soprano. Wonderful, wonderful. And she actually is um well, she donated something that you'll look on our Facebook for that. But also
4: Stay tuned, little stay teaser. Tuned. No.
2: That's a teaser, it's very exciting. But she's also singing on our concert what as is a she special saying? guest. Inquesta Regia from Turandot because <laughs> w- you know what and this is the thing Marissa had mentioned that oh she you know she offered it and I was like ask her to sing that because I want her to but also I, was, like, that's, I feel like that's a big ask and then Marissa was like, oh, yeah, no, she's gonna do that. And I was like, oh, what?
4: <laughs> yeah. So, like, so this is a really, I'm like...
2: so pumped. But then we also, you know, just have our, our roster of singers also is just there to turn out some really great, great stuff. And I just couldn't be more pumped about it.
1: Your Y'all's roster is, honestly, some of the best talent yeah. in the city. Like, just... Thank you, Maureen. <laughs> so, like, and just the... They... Just the... People who hustle the most. Yeah. The busiest people. people I know sing pretty regularly yeah. at opera. so like Mary Govardson. Yeah.
2: Um, who's Mary Lutz Govardson, who, if those of you who don't know her, she's phenomenal talent and an insanely busy person, is singing uh, uh, an aria. She, she
1: is a mother. She is a public school teacher. Yeah. She is a. She's she's everything, oh my God.
2: but she's she's Mary a,
0: for Govardson for president. Mary Govardson for president.
2: But she's singing I, a really complicated aria from <laughs> Abduction for Us, and I just can't wait it's for it. Good. You know, and we have things mm-hmm. like that, and then and like Claire DeVizio and Dennis Caliper singing a duet from Mumbalo. It's going to be nuts. It's going to be wonderful. I, I we just have so much lined up of people of people who hustle, like yeah, you said. Yeah.
1: No, I'm always ast- I'm always astounded to see like oh my god, didn't this person just close the show? What the hell are they doing singing on an Opera on Tap? Having the time of their lives is what they're doing yeah, singing on exactly. an Opera on Tap. I
2: literally just did it to myself. <laughs> come, back, Maureen, come back, come back. So, yeah, Maureen, in September, I was in two shows at the same time with Back to Back Tech Weeks oh and god. one weekend where I performed in both shows. And the following Tuesday, I sang a song I've never sung this, before, at Opera on Tap.
4: Can I just say that I <laughs> programmed that show and I looked this song up and I'm like, oh, it's seven minutes. Oh, he must know it if he's putting it down. Oh, no. No, I no, no. It. In the midst of all of that, he learned this seven-minute freaking, like, off. Yeah. Jesus.
2: Because Opera and Tap is fun. Because it's worth it. Because, because it's wonderful. Because you wanted to do because it. Because I wanted to do yeah.
4: it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's Utoberfest. So that's
2: Utoberfest. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Cool. And then what? It So I got to say, before y'all talk about the Diva Off, the Diva Off was, some of the, was one of the most fun events I've ever been to last yeah. year. I'm yeah. so glad. Like... I was it's in, a, so I was in a horrible mood that day. Yeah. And it was even, even I though I was, I was <laughs> even though I was in a horrible mood, I was like, this isn't, this is a feat. So Thank with you. that being said, Thanks. what is the Diva
3: Off? Uh, so this is our second year of doing the Diva Off. We're really, really excited. We're going to do it at Hamburger Mary's this year. The Diva Off basically. And this is actually um, inspired by Opera in Untap Twin Cities, which is, I've, did it there and I was obsessed with it and really wanted to bring it here and we were all very excited. She wouldn't let it go. Like was, we had to do it. Was, we didn't even have a choice. i so grateful. I was for very i was so glad it
4: was great and successful but we were going to do it come hell or high
3: water. <laughs> I was very. I think true. when I did the elevator pitch for it at a meeting I put my hands on the table and went sew so the diva off. <laughs> um,
4: but it was so successful. Yeah. I think it's going to even be bigger More so this year. This year yeah.
3: I agree. So, the Diva Off is basically uh, an operatic, quote unquote, competition because, you know, it's opera on tap, so it's not, you know.
2: It's friendly competition. <laughs> friendly hu-
3: competition. So, what we do is we have um, four rounds of singers. Uh, singers face off against each other. So, we try to kind of loosely theme them, sort of like a.
4: Yeah, they were either like similar voice types or similar, yeah, like, like, kind soprano of soprano showdown, Rossini
3: rumble, right. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we'll have admins switch off announcing between the rounds and the singers. Go off. So in the Soprano Showdown, you have one Soprano sing something. They have the super titles. They have their whole theme. Last year we had, um, we had uh, Anna do what was it? Caronome, and she did it as Britney. Yeah, Britney she Spears. did. She it did a, like Kimmy gave one, one more time. Britney yeah. Spears. Oh my God, it was amazing. She even like edited Britney Spears's albums and magazine covers to say it's it's Jilda bitch, which yeah. is great, yeah, it yeah. was amazing. Oh. It's a lot of thought, a lot yeah, of effort. It um, so they face up against each other and then we have three drag uh, royalty judges. This year we have, and I feel like I can announce this, we have Lucy Stuhl mm-hmm. this year. Really? Yes, yeah. which is very exciting. Uh, and then we have um, two other drag people that will be new to it. We have a uh, Douche, which is a drag yeah. king in town, and oh, great. yeah, and and Sigourney Beaver, which is their partner. Wait, awesome. <laughs> mean, um,
2: stop it! That name's really good. It's amazing,
3: <laughs> and they um, and I think all three of them do have background, some sort of background from undergrad or whatever in vocal training. So I'm really excited to have them on. Lucy Stool is a amazing. fucking legend. Yeah, um, they I'm so collaborate thrilled. with yeah. my
1: friend Nat a lot.
3: Yeah. Um, oh, cool. Yeah,
1: like. Oh my
3: God. Yeah. So he went to school with
4: Sarah TJ. Oh,
3: really? Yeah. yeah. So oh, it's it's a really, yeah, really right. great lineup of judges this year. And then we also, um, uh, Bokeh, who was one of our judges last year, has volunteered to be, what is it, like the The, the
1: numbers the like, numbers, in a numbers,
3: in a, a wrestling, wrestling match? Oh yeah. my yeah. God. Yeah, the ring king. I thought yeah. yeah. yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Bo was coming back. Well, Bo
2: better be, yeah. So Bo has to be there.
3: Good. God bless Bokeh. Yeah. I love Bokeh yeah. so much. We have a hashtag. Uh, Bo and I for our drag personas, it's dicks out for Bo. Good, yeah, dicks out
0: for Bo, yeah,
3: um, which is great.
0: Know your brand, yeah, <laughs> you gotta
3: do that. Um, but so they give feedback after each performer, after each round, just just something to talk to them about. And then, um, is it after each round, the, the judges decide who, who wins that? No, so,
2: for the way we did it last year, and I, I, I assume we're doing it again, is the judges decide for the, the first round victors, yeah, 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 and then we didn't. For time's sake, because we can't have everyone sing yeah, every three arias. To. For the, the second uh, the pairings to were, the final, were round. The, to the final rounds. Audience applause. Yeah. So the, the f- audience gets. A so pick. the
3: four people who won the first four rounds stand up, and audience applause determines who the two finalists are. Mm-hmm. We'll and high then high yeah, high. and then those two finalists each sing another aria, a different aria, and basically just try to one up the performance that they already did. Yes. Um, it was stunning last year. It was, yeah. it was truly stunning.
1: Um, I think that the audience just, dis- I think that the audience thing is really smart because like, I think that, I don't know. I just think that having like the judges decide. You want
3: the participation. You want to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: But then like, cause it makes sense for the judges cause the, the judges are there because they're there to judge, yeah. But so, like, having them decide, but then having the audience narrow—it's—I don't know. I just think like, I, yeah, that makes I really, sense. It, it, for it what is for timing, but it's also, I think, a good crew.
3: way to, yeah, to you bring know, people. I know on. that I'm—I
1: know that I'm y'all's moral compass. <laughs> and So I'm glad to. I'm glad it to. It means a lot. Yeah, yeah. but
3: we for, have a WWMD. What would Maureen do? Probably. And we just we we cite that a lot. You know, in our group chat.
1: I think that many people would not be sorry if they lived their lives like that. They might not have a lot of money, but they would certainly be very happy and eat very well. <laughs> but
2: um, oh, what I was, what I was going to say though is, and because of the nature of this, and what I love so much about it is, this isn't a singing, a singing competition in the way when you think of singing competitions of classical voice competitions. This isn't just about your singing. Yeah, come and sing well. But but that's not that's not what the audience is. You know, and the judges are here for it. They want a performance. Yeah, oh, give yeah. us a performance.
3: They I want, have to they be want honest. creativity.
4: I'm not t- like I always obviously want to like see the whole package when I go to a performance. Like I want the voice to be there, but I also really need. The character to be there. Yeah. I need. I need a performance. And if I had to sacrifice something, I'd sacrifice a little bit of musicality or what technique, a little vocal or, like voice for, or tone, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. Some serious, for some serious like, yeah. like moment, yeah. <laughs> you know, like sit on my lap, like slap me in the face, whatever it calls for, me. with permission yeah. and consent, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. Uh, our audiences want to be involved. Is the thing too? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah. So it's going to be a really, really good show. We're doing it December tenth this year, Monday, December tenth. Um, we're going to start promoting that really aggressively once Utoberfest uh, is yep. done.
2: Um, in between them, there is going to be a regular theme of the month show in November. Mm-hmm. Holiday ham and cheese. Holiday Nineteenth, yeah.
3: But uh, so yeah, check out that too. <laughs> yeah. Cool. But yeah, it's I think I think one of our most exciting shows of the year, and it, it only promises to get more exciting each time. We have a really and like, really
0: just like tapping a, a vein there of like there is so much um aesthetic even maybe like I'm trying to think of like of overlap between drag culture and Oh like,
3: yeah, hardcore. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I do you remember what like when when you came up with that thought like
3: I mean, I didn't think of it. I I got it because oh, Twin right, right, Cities right, right, was doing Twin Cities did
0: drag too. Yeah, yeah, they
3: did it with drag yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I remember thinking it was genius and a, a wonderful combination. And the thing is, last year, I think a lot of people didn't know what this show was going to be like. So we, we had a few, obviously, really strong submissions. It was an experiment anything else. It was a total experiment. We had some very brave so, yeah, souls yeah, sign up. Yeah, some very brave singers come and sign up for it and, and like, really throw the gauntlet down. Like, those performances were... Pretty high bar. Really, yeah. really cool. What, what I liked uh,
1: about it, too, is that is that the judges, like you know they were very honest but they weren't mean Yeah, like it was it was just like if they felt like a, a performance was lackluster they were like yeah i mean i liked this and this but you know yeah i, I like i liked that they actually gave Oh, my God. Actual really... critique, like something you could walk away with. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was in the middle of a thought, and then I looked at Moody sitting on Oscar's lap right now. Literally... Oscar's lap? You just or, no, out. sorry. I meant uh, Moody sitting on uh, Josh's lap. She and is
2: she's... literally
0: water. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Look, this cat I is made of liquid. I have to
4: of it. I'll put it it's on our really Instagram. Cute. Yeah. Well, so
0: my um kind of like parting question to kind of...
1: <laughs> she looks like she's belly flopping. <laughs> yeah,
0: she is. She does not like she's belly flopping. It's exactly what she looks like. <laughs> Um, so for I think something that we've kind of hit on a lot is for an, an organization and a performance outlet that um, so highly prioritizes experimentation, um, I, I the thing I think that is fascinating is, I also think that there's a degree of audiences building expectation for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious, is that something that how how do you think, you balance that metric of, like, making sure that the it is open to experimentation while still making sure that your audiences mm. uh, are finding, like, consistency?
2: I think it, some of it happens naturally because I think... Okay, let's... I'll just speak to myself as a performer when I sing with opera on tap. I have months where I feel like doing something big and something interesting. And I have months when I feel like doing something very just simple and honest. And I feel like a lot of the roster is that way. And because of that, each, each person's natural ebb and flow with their creativity kind of balances out to a well-rounded experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I
3: would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, and obviously we try to program the show so there's there are highs not I mean, not highs and lows but the, so there's a different rhythm in different parts of the show so you're not getting the same oh, thing I mean, the that's, whole time.
2: Luckily we have a, a roster who yeah. will. On, on most months submit, give us a lot to work with. Yeah. That's think what I was going to say.
1: Like I remember when Daniel would program, I would see that like ev- that people were submitting like five, six yeah. things sometimes. Most yeah. of the time mm-hmm.
2: I tell them how I program is I do a Spotify playlist of the arias I'm thinking about and start putting them in orders, move the songs in and out until I find something that I think is going to make a nice show.
0: Mm. Nice. Well, yeah.
4: That's smart. I like that.
0: Cool. That's clever.
4: Yeah. Yeah. We get a good variety generally.
0: Yeah. Well, cool. Well, thank you all so much. uh, Oh, I'm sorry. So we're at the last few minutes of our. We're still out of practice. It's been like two weeks. That's (laughs) not true. We we had one yesterday, but I I
1: recorded one solo the Mm -hmm. other the other day. It was just me and a microphone no I interviewed someone it's not, it's not like I was like I have something to say <laughs> like, time for my manifesto yeah no uh, I
2: was just picturing you just covering Laurie Anderson pieces for like an hour oh my two. god <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. uh, oh super no okay I'm good that's <laughs> so what I me? did just it was Josh.
1: actually me just singing uh, Joni Mitchell's Blue Album
2: nice that sounds
0: good all the parts
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah um, Into it so, we have a few minutes left. We went a little over, actually, but that's okay. The last thing we do with all of our guests is a one-minute plug for anything they have upcoming. Sometimes it's very obvious, like, again, letting people know where they can find their uh, upcoming uh, national fundraiser and uh, uh, <laughs> other performances this year and where they can find people every month. But we also love hearing um, shout-outs to other folks that you think are doing dope work. Yeah. Um, or any self-care media that you're consuming, uh, music, TV shows, movies or otherwise. Or not
1: just media, just like self-care things. Words of wisdom.
0: hmm Anything.
1: Yeah. Who wants to go
2: first? Sam does.
4: Uh, I have a shameless plug for something else. Yeah, right. do, do it. it. Um, Forte Chicago oh, is yeah. doing a show. It is our big entrance at Piven Theater Workshop the first weekend of November, uh, November 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um... Two shows on Saturday. Awesome. Come on down. It's going to be real funny.
3: Um, I'm going to plug some... Well, obviously, Up On Tap, we're going to have all the information out on there, but then I will also plug uh, Spectrum, which is a drag show at The Closet the second Friday of every month. I'm going to be performing on their November show as Dick Hunt. Um, It's a really great show that features, uh, showcases a variety of drag, so they have have drag queens, they have drag kings, they have... um, just every single kind of queen and king and, and all the in between. And it's, it's a really fun show. I performed with them in, was it September already? And just a really, really nice people that run it and really interesting performances. So I'd highly recommend checking that out. So that's going to be Friday, November 9th at, I believe it starts at 10 or ten thirty PM. So cool. AM actually, it's a, it's just a nice little
2: pre-lunch it's show. A little, a
3: little brunch show. A little, a little,
0: brunch. <laughs> <laughs> a little brunch. A little but, brunch brunch. Yeah.
2: I'm I'm trying I'm trying to find a, a a date for something that I wanted to plug. So I know you had um, Katie Gledi on, but I worked with Janice Concert Series in their recent uh, triple bill of musical theater. That was so fun funness. And they have an upcoming. They they do these really cool fundraisers, uh, karaoke parties they call, where they have actual with a with a piano and lots lots of sheet music here. It is so October 29th, They're doing a Halloween karaoke party and costume contest. 8 p.m. Rotom Social Club, uh, 4923 North Damon, like Janice concert series on Facebook. So I would love to work with them again, so I want them to raise money and do more cool stuff. Yeah. So that, that's my plug. Go to that, because it's funny. Just get to like sing or listen to singers and eat some food, drink some cheap booze, by the way. Really affordable whiskey i was real happy about it nice yeah um so that that's my little little plug
4: but before all that don't forget about october fast yeah. sunday oh, really? october 28th our silent auction starts at 5 30 and the show of opera's greatest hits starts at 6 it's at empirical brewery which is 1801 west foster ave Uh, And because this is our biggest fundraiser of the year, and October is Opera on Tap fundraising month, we are asking for a $15 suggested donation. But that gets you a complimentary beer or soda, and, as long as you are early and on time, uh, complimentary JB Albertos and Wings. Thank you, JB
0: Albertos. Yes. Nice. Well... Thank you all so much for listening. I've been Dale Johansson. I
1: continue to be Maureen Smith. If
0: you want to keep up with what we are up to, there are so many ways you can do that. The first is to head over to scopymag.com. That is our website. We post all of our articles and podcast episodes there. I actually, if you haven't been to the site in a while, I highly recommend it. And I mean, like in a while, I mean like in the last week, um, I've been writing pretty much every day, which is fantastic. But like, there's just a lot of stuff going on right now, politically and artistically. Um, so do check out the site. And you know, obviously, we all of our other coverage with our many other fantastic writers is on there as well um otherwise you can find us on social media on facebook we have a facebook page called Scopy magazine where we post all of our content as well as a lot of dank memes um you can also find our facebook group sounding board that we love and adore where we talk about local arts local politics and astrology um and uh, you can find us on instagram twitter and tumblr under Scopy mags spelled the same way as the website s-c-a-p-i-m-a-g and you can find the podcast, the one that you're listening to right now, in most podcast places, including iTunes Podcasts, Google Play, and Radio Public, under Scopy Radio.
1: And I'm here to talk about the importance of subscribing. If you head to our website, scopymag.com, and go to our subscribe page, there are a couple ways that you can do that. The first is to sign up for email blasts. This is huge, because even though we post across social media platforms, Facebook eats our shit. So if you wanna see 100% of what we're doing and not just 30% of it, you should sign up for those email blasts. The second thing you can do is become a member. For as little as $5 a month, you can help us keep our lights on and pay our artists. If you're in a position to do so, we have cool incentives that go along with different levels of membership and we'll just generally really appreciate it. Also, if you are a business or an entity or just have something fun to say, and would like to advertise with us please feel free to reach out to us at, scopymag at gmail.com. so give a little give a lot and if you can't give then listen participate and share
0: cool thanks again so much for listening go out and make something
1: yep